Welcome to Season 3, Episode 22 of the On The Win Podcast. I'm Paul, and here's a quick preview of this episode. Uh, Grover's going to come in uh, with a, a GNM Plus exclusive. Um, somehow every episode, I'm just adding more descriptors to the GNM Plus segment. <laughs> yeah, this, this one's yeah, going to be more a personal note than a, than a, hey, this is the progress of our games note, but it's still important. To talk to talk about it and the reasons why. So, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, just so you know, no one worry. Grover's not leaving. I'm not gonna let him. <laughs> not till the not tree is done. Yeah. And then from there, we're gonna talk about what we've been playing. Yeah. Uh, Grover's gonna touch base on playing Super Meat Boy. Yeah, and the reasons why I'm playing that for sure. Yeah. There's a specific reason why I started playing. Yeah. And, and we'll I, talk. We'll talk about. I that can't wait to later. hear all about it. And then Grover, what's our last topic today? Uh, we're talk about uh, the Xbox Series X and why we think it outsold the PS5 in Japan. I was flabbergasted when yeah. I saw that stat. Um, they somehow Microsoft took off sales in Japan. Yeah, you you have the you have the financial notes and then I have the possible reasons. So, we'll we'll combine our knowledge here and have some kind of hypothesis, I'm guessing. Something like that, yeah, right? There you go. Um and all right, and that all that all happens starting right now, Grover. So GNN well, GN Plus exclusive. Well, before we get to that, before we get to that, notice there's uh, a faint silence in the background of of the recording here. There's no uh, orchestra of any type. So, listener, uh, <laughs> Grover's made a conceited effort to spend more time with the uh, with with the Paul's Ono doggos. <laughs> with the the Ono Whim in house. Doggo Orchestra, and um, they seem to be a lot more placated now. <laughs> now that Grover's dedicated more time oh, to I, them, I came and they they want to play. We played outside yeah. for a good what twenty minutes. Yeah, you and Sydney <laughs> played some some epic tug of war outside. Tug of war, fetch anything to make them tired, and and uh, and they are out of energy. So something about my my dog Sydney listener, <laughs> um, she's a beautiful German Shepherd mixed with something I don't even know. But she has never mastered playing fetch. <laughs> I she, noticed she's mastered waiting for it to get to the thing to get thrown. She's mastered retrieval, but has not mastered the handover part. Either so, either she'll she'll bring it to me mm -hmm. and will will not let go of the toy, or she'll go and fetch it. And then look at me and drop the toy, <laughs> expecting me to go all the way over there <laughs> and throw it the other way. So it's like fetch, but I'm doing the hard work. Yeah. So I, I, I'm thinking like she's like, OK, you want me to exercise? You're going to get some exercise, too. And you got to get your steps in, too. Yeah. So I was like, so she was panting heavily and I was panting heavily. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that they're. They're calmed down now. It's it's and, and listener, it's not from the lack of Grover's fitness or or my dog's fitness. No, I'm fat. No, it's it's about a hundred and something degrees out here in sunny Southern California. I thought we were in yeah. New York at the Apollo. Um, a little bit of A, a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Is well, that... it's just as muggy here in the Apollo. Yeah, that's true. But that's where my dog Sydney is, right? Yeah. So uh, she flies back with us every night. There you go. From I'm, the Apollo on the, on the red eye. On the red eye. It's hell on dogs, y'all. Yeah, know, but man. but uh, no, but on a serious note, uh, yeah, ooh. but you know, every time I come over here, you're like, you wave the right to sue, and I said, bring them on. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. That requires some context. Yeah, uh, listener. Oh, and when, that's before the dogs. That's, you, yeah, I just yeah. wave the wave the right to sue. You just wave on. the right to sue. <laughs> so uh, years well, ago, I see your face. Um, I wave the right to sue. <laughs> <laughs> In case my face does any deep psychological trauma to you, you have waived the right to sue. Hey, I've, I've shattered mirrors before with this face. So no, you know, just scream I, at them. I scream at myself in the mirror. <laughs> so, listener, um, the story is I had a dog before Sydney named Precious. Um, Precious was his pit bull mix. Yeah, yeah, I can hear some of you already. You had a pit bull? Whatever. She was a sweetheart. Yeah, she was. A anyways, she was, she was rest precious. In, rest in peace. Yeah. Um, 
But one time Grover had come uh, came over and he's like, it was my first time meeting Precious. First time. First time. And, and Grover says, man, I'm he had a dog, too, at the time named yeah. Taxi. Yeah. But, you know, she wasn't in the playing shape at that time. Right. Yeah, She was getting older. She was getting she was, older she was getting up, there. up there in years. Yeah. So Grover's like, does your dog play? I'm like, my dog loves to play. As you can tell, she's played deprived. Yeah. So Grover's like, can I go play with her? And I took a look at him. And I, a, and you I, took a look at him, you took a look, look at, at Precious, dog. and then you took a look outside. <laughs> and then I said to Grover, by going outside, you, you waive the right, right to, to sue. sue. And yeah. Grover's like, done. And he goes outside, <laughs> moves my, uh, my. it was a, a sliding glass door at the time, right? Yeah. Goes outside, and Grover has a, you know, they have a time of their lives out there. Like, <laughs> Sydney's jump, uh, Sydney, Precious is jumping all over him. Yeah. He, he's like play wrestling with yeah. her. It was great. Yeah. Fast forward 15 minutes later. I come back. My, Grover, my arms are bloody. Grover comes in, opens the sliding door, and he's like, I'm like, Grover, what the hell happened? His forearms are all covered in blood from Sydney scratching him, yeah. right? Um, Grover has a thick skin when it comes to being roasted, yeah. but not a thick skin for dog claws. Yeah, no, um, no, no, no. No, not at and, all. And I, he looks at them. Looks at me, looks at the dog, and they, says, They respect me. No, you said, It was worth it. Oh, did I say yeah, that? You said it was worth uh, it. And I'm like, You want some Neil Spore? And you're like, Nah. Yeah. No, did I? Yeah, you said, oh. yeah. And then you lathered yourself down with Neil Spore, and then okay. we played Grand Theft Auto or whatever we were playing at the time. Yeah, I thought I would be like, Ah, nah, I'll deal with it. But, no, oh, but it, yeah. there was a lot of dirt out there. Too. Yeah, yeah, you wanted that. Uh, yeah, I had to, I, had to, I did have to clean those wounds, otherwise they would get infected. Yeah, probably with something. I don't know what's yeah, out there, yeah, but yeah. So. But I've recovered. No, yeah, I didn't see for, any permanent marks. So no, yeah, you know, she didn't leave any scars. You take the emotional ones. Yeah. So now, <laughs> yeah. now the GNN plus. Now the so, GNN plus. So uh, this is more on like a personal. This is more on a personal note than like, a, hey, this is what's going on with our games. But um, you know, Celatria has been in development for a very long time, right? And Spellbearers were trying to really wrap up on the release there. So um, I've I've made it I've I've made a, a an effort to really cut down on the amount of work I've been doing for the studio, right? I've sure. been I, I think normally it's like we keep it at two game projects, but then mm -hmm. we have unannounced projects we're working on. Right. It was like what's coming next, and um, you know there I I wanted to make sure all of our games are are fun and and successful, but um, I had you know where do you draw the line, right? right. So uh, I had to step down, you know, step down from any extra projects aside from the podcast, Celatria and Spellbearers. I'm going to keep it to those three. Mm -hmm. When those are done, then I'll take more on my plate. Right. But um, luckily, you know, Women D is ran by four people. Right. You, me, Jabari, who is the original host of this podcast. It still is. I mean, he's one of our hosts. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's the, he was he's the OG. Yeah. Um, and. Love you, and, Yeah, and then Matt. Matt. Yeah, Matt. Um, so, so Matt's gonna take my spot on any any future projects while I focus on the the here and now, getting our games out, making mm -hmm. sure they're fun, um, and doing all I can to support the development teams to to have our successful product. Right. I remember Grover uh, approached me to help stopgap some of these projects. And I, I looked at it. I'm like Grover. I'm my your plate's full. My plate's full as it can be. Yeah. And unfortunately, it's not all full with studio stuff, right? Yeah. It's, you got yeah. three jobs. Essentially. Yeah. Uh, I joke about it, right? It's just one job. No, that pays it's me. true. You have three. Yeah. You have three pretty much full time jobs. Yeah. One job that pays me. One job that I I donate my time to, and the other one I pay to be a part of. Yeah, hopefully, and, hopefully, and you listener can pick which one is which. Yeah, hopefully one of those will change. Hopefully, hopefully <laughs> in terms of profit at some point. Uh, that too. Uh, yeah, and then for me, I have uh, you know two full time jobs, right? Mm -hmm. One in software development, and one for this. And uh, yeah, it's something something has to go, right. right? So, so that's that's the GNN update there. Uh, yeah, I, I you know usually it's like as a listener you'd be like, well, why why should I care? But you know. What, what? How does it affect you? Things are going to come out looking more polished, better. I have more dedicated time to focusing on them. So. Now, did we touch on the official release date of Spellbearers on this podcast yet? I don't. I don't know. I don't but think as, so, as but... of now, I I have as of this recording, I have put out publicly that mm -hmm. it, it is October seventh. October seventh, listener, yeah. you heard on it here Steam. For... October seventh on, on Steam. Steam. Um, Xbox will be later, mm -hmm. um, and other platforms we're going to It'll research. It'll be a staggered release. It has to be. Yeah. We don't have the bandwidth no, to, to no, do simultaneous, no. unfortunately. It's just maybe too much. one, maybe one day. Yeah, a nice to have. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, I think things will get uh, a lot easier to 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 do things as mm-hmm. as things are easier to export out and we establish a relationship with consoles. Right. Mm-hmm. It's our first time. Right. So and um, like everyone's, you know, can remember doing things for the first time. It's, it's, it's a lot of got to work the kinks out and and then you actually release the project. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's the old but, say? What's the old saying, Grover? The well, last. Is that, it's it. There's there's the ninety percent of development, and then there's the second ninety percent of polish or something yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. And um, it, it it's really tough because, I you know I think everybody in the team wants the thing to be the our games to be successful, yeah. but everybody has different uh, views and different methods on how to get there, right? And sometimes we don't agree on all those right. those methods, right? Um, and and you know, there's been many times when in development where I've been like. I had an idea and it's like, we're not going that way. Mm-hmm. Even if I'm higher up, we're not going that way. Right. The consistency is we're not doing that. And it turns out to be for the better, right? So game development's definitely a collaborative aspect um, to it. I'm looking forward to bring on the voice actors, um, especially the voice of Melanie. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about the stories of, of editing live during recording sessions. I would love to so, bring them on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. I, I told them I would. And, and their response was, if you do great, if not, oh well. Well, that like, not, now, now that a just, challenge? Now you're just that's dare, a challenge. Now you're just daring me. So if you're the voice of Melanie and you're listening to this podcast, first of all, stay awesome. <laughs> Second of all, you will be a guest on this podcast. I would like to bring. There's a lot of people I would love to bring on on from the team on yeah. on this, and and I, I have um, friends in the industry I'd love to bring on to to pitch their games. But we still have. There's a lot of um, I feel think improvements that we have to make to this podcast. Uh, before we start bringing in the industry folks, but I do have a lineup of them. So, uh, and and listener, you can help reach help us reach those goals by expanding our listener base. Yeah, you are awesome. You are strong and mighty, but there's the few of you. So please share your this podcast with everybody. You know, I've actually been seeing people join our Discord. Yeah. So I I I I, I haven't seen the listener numbers of of this podcast. Right. But I. We advertise our Discord, and they have to be coming from somewhere. Well, so if you're listening, thank you, and thank you for joining our Discord at uh, discord.gg slash women. Yeah, tell a friend, please. Yeah, <laughs> It'll help us grow and bring on these awesome people yeah, absolutely. that we would like to. Absolutely. So that, that's kind of our, our GNM Plus. We have a release date for Spellbearers. Mm-hmm. Grover's going to focus more of his free time on um, on development of Solitria. And I and I think that's just overall better just for for a work life balance. It's more healthy for me yeah. because um, when I focus on too many projects, it gets a fra- a fraction, even a less of a fraction than just me just dividing my time. Mm-hmm. Because I have to. There's time. I've you, you've seen me work. It takes time for me to change my mindset. It takes me like okay, what I have to figure out what the problems are, right? And then I go back to I go back to what I was working. on. I was like, what am I doing? And then that's another hour. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. Um, having me f- just beeline on on uh, a less less amount of work um, and and having better quality, I think will will benefit everybody. Absolutely. So so um, gonna change topics. So I've been on Twitter a lot more recently, right? The, we uh, go from something good for your mental health to something that's probably not good for your mental health. Why well, I have to? Um, in 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 the before times, uh, I would be on Facebook a lot and. Uh, you know, they would have the trending topics, right? Mm-hmm. It was like, they, you know, but they, you know, Facebook or Meta, they got rid of it, right? Um, and so Twitter, uh, Twitter kind of became Filled like, the gap. yeah, it's like, okay, what are people talking about? Why are they talking about this? True. Especially mine is, you know, it's me. It's more gaming focused. Right? Right. I want to see uh, what people have been talking about. Um, and, you know, last week, mm-hmm. uh, well, not last week. It a couple was weeks ago. A couple now. weeks ago, as the yeah. as of this recording, um, you know, there was the Supreme Court decision um to repeal over, Roe v. Wade. Overturning yeah. Roe versus Wade. And um I don't want to focus this episode on 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 our stances on that. That's um but uh to say that of, there wasn't a reaction on Twitter is to put it lightly. Exactly. Um People were very adamant on both sides of the argument, right? Uh, pro the overturning or against it. Right. But one notable one 
was was the... from Team Meat. Right. And the way I do things is um, I have with with Activision Blizzard when they were going through their crazy phase. Well, they're still going through their crazy phase of of just being Activision Blizzard. Um, I I I made it a point to say, hey, I'm not gonna play any of these games until. Bobby Kotick is out right. and they, they get bought by Microsoft and Microsoft. I believe Phil Spencer, the, the, the team the the lead of Xbox is going to clean house with Activision Blizzard. And at that point I will play their games again. Mm -hmm. So I have their, I have a special stack of shame for like crash bandicoot, Spyro the dragon, uh, all those, all those, uh, Activision Blizzard games that I, I just won't play right now. Right. Um, and, and when, uh, team meet, Right. They made a tweet um, uh, pretty much saying, and Shadow's going to have to edit this out, the Supreme Court. Right. And I looked at that. And I was like, you know what? I feel like playing Super Meat Boy now. <laughs> um, I, I was just motivated. And if you don't know about uh, Super Meat Boy, do you know about the characters in Super Meat Boy? They're meat based, right? They're no, like... well, the, oh, just the main character. Yeah. Right. The main character is a piece of meat that yeah. goes through his girlfriend's uh, bandage girl. And they're trying to stop Dr. Fetus. So Dr. Fetus captures Bandage Girl and Super uh, and, and and Meat Boy has to go through these levels mm -hmm. to, to, to rescue his girlfriend Bandage Girl. So that that's part of the reason that he has to stop a fetus. Got it. <laughs> so um what they said was pretty much on brand. Right. In in this twisted in in, in this very just different hellscape we have going on right now correct yeah so um i i had started playing meat boy and this is kind of a reference to an episode a couple a couple episodes back when uh shadow said that they were playing celeste right mm -hmm. and i suggested they play a really difficult platformer so um after i finished celeste i started playing super meat boy because i i wanted more difficult platforming in my life and i i got a decent way through it but i just got so frustrated right i was just like okay I'm going to put this down. And then typically when I put things down, it's going to be years before I pick it up again. Right. But seeing this, this tweet made me want to, to play through it again. And, uh, and I did. Um, and uh, as of this recording, I'm on the last level where you encounter Dr. Fetus. And I'm kind of afraid because the level before was called Omega and it took me a good two hours to clear it. Whoo. Two hours of constantly dying. It's a pretty short level, but that was the first level where I had to actually look at a YouTube guy. I was like, how do they, how do you, do how it? did they wall jump around these meat grinders? And mm -hmm. I, I just could not figure it out. Um, but you know, it, it is, you know, you could probably infer my, my views on the overturning of Roe v. Wade by me wanting to play super meat boy again, by the, what they've said. Right. Um, but I would love for more, um, I would love for more companies to take a, st a stand because a lot of people are afraid to take stands, right? Um, we have a very diverse team, mm -hmm. right? And I would ne never want to take any, any stance that would alienate me or anybody else in the team, right? Right. Um, and um, when I see, you know, comments like what Team Meet made, I... I I was like, yeah, this is this is awesome. I, th you make me want to play your games, and because you're willing to take a brave stance right now, um, and uh, yeah, that, that's that's my thoughts on it. So, no, and that, and that's more than fair. I know a lot of um, a lot of companies. As soon as Roe v. Wade was overturned, um, on the federal level, of course, right? Um, a lot of companies said, if you would like to go on vacation to a state that you want to visit for reasons for vacation. Reasons. I've, I've seen on, on yeah. I've seen you, if you want to go camping. Yeah. Uh, that, that's something I've seen very. Yeah. And, um, you know, you really can't fault, you know, a company for making that kind of stance um, to help their employees. Sega also, uh, as of the date of this recording, they made a, they, they promised that they were going to donate to uh, Planned Parenthood mm -hmm. and, and a lot of uh, other uh, organizations. Um, so as much as I say, don't buy Sonic Origins, you know, it, it's good on, on Sega for, for doing this. Oh, so. absolutely. So, so it ma uh, makes me want to play, maybe not Sonic Origins, but Persona. So you've been playing Super Meat Boy. Mm -hmm. What else have you been playing lately? Uh, 
Jeez. Uh, well, I'm going to be playing Mass Effect. Ooh, that's <laughs> this, this upcoming yeah. weekend, right? So yeah. that. So um, you know, we were talking about it before this recording started because mm-hmm. you as on this date of the recording, I I gave you my copy of of Seven Remake. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, it's, we it's right there. You know, the, yeah, I see it right there. Yeah. And you're like, I'm gonna have to play this, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm gonna have to play this uh, from the challenge, right? Um, so, you know, I I don't know if we're gonna have one episode where we talk about both, or one episode you talk about one, one episode I talk about the other. But you know, I'm I'm definitely going to be giving it the the college try. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So that my my holiday weekend. Uh, well, might have to cut that out. Oh. When this episode goes live, it's after the holiday weekend, but Correct. we're recording before the holiday. We record live from the Apollo Grover. <laughs> live from the Apollo after the holiday weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So um, when I have a day off, I'm going to be playing through uh, Mass Effect. So I'll play through as much as I can. I have it. I have it installed already. So mm-hmm. I just got to put that disc in. Got to do it. I got to do it. Mass Effect. I'm, I'm looking here to hear your review about it. Yeah, I, you know, you were asking me if I was going to make a, a male or a female character. I'm going to go ahead and make a female okay. character because usually I make characters that look like myself, but I'm really going to try to go above and beyond and, and just make like somebody, somebody different. Right. Uh, the voice actress for uh, Commander Femshep, mm-hmm. as they call her, um, Commander Shepard female mm-hmm. is, uh, I believe, Jennifer Hale. And I, I've that sounds heard familiar. she does a wonderful job. Um Nothing against playing as a female shepherd, I, but I've always played as a male shepherd. Right. So your experience will be different. I'm excited. Than mine. Yeah. Um, and depending on your tech class or your special powers or whatever you pick, um, I'm going to be very interested to hear how this goes. Okay. And then cool. meanwhile, I'm just staring at Final Fantasy over there like. Ah. Cloud Sephiroth. Sephiroth. You know, Sephiroth. You know, when you when Sephiroth wins a, a match in Smash Brothers. Yeah, like you hear all the, the the deep ominous music, um, but yeah, I'll 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 team up with some teenagers and go kill God with the power of friendship. They're in their twenties, by the way. Paul. <laughs> They're in the the teenager Final Fantasies. It's a, it's a different game. These people are significantly older. Got it. So, um, so I think that's it for for that's that. it for the uh, update on what we've been playing. Mm-hmm. So something we've missed over the past couple few weeks of um the podcast is um right right stealthily or right under our noses um in, in gaming uh playstation has been outsold by xbox in japan the, the ps5 yeah the, the ps5 especially mm-hmm. right yeah um the xbox numbers just outmatch it this um, is my first time hearing these numbers by the way so um you you had uh you know, you were going to talk about the uh, the stats. Right. And of course, it doesn't go without saying that Nintendo Switch is still the best selling console in Japan. Let's just start with that. Right? But historically, Xbox has never had a strong foothold in Japan. No. Because why would they? Yeah. You, Everybody would get Sony PlayStation. Sony yeah. or the Nintendo or mm. what, you know, whatever. Right. Or PC. Um, this is actually the, the first in eight years. Wow. Yes. Yeah, 360. Three, 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 um, yes. Looks like. The, but the 360, I know that the 360 didn't outsell in Japan, right? It did when? I don't know. It doesn't say that. Oh. I don't have that far back. But um, okay. the last time a similar situation happened was when the Xbox One was first released in Japan back in 2014. Oh, Clocking because in 23,500 units. Did, did it come out before PS4? Did it come out like a um, week before? Versus the week, um, just that week alone, only 6,000 PS4 units were sold. So what it comes down to, um, the Xbox One during that week, let me see. So the Nintendo Switch above and beyond, right? Mm-hmm. 65,000 units sold, just just beasting it, right? Um, the Xbox Series. Um, X and S. X and S, right? Mm-hmm. Sold 6,000 units versus the PS5 high um hf which i'm assuming is high definition right so hf yeah hmm or is that i hf would would that be the the are we combining the are we talking about the disc version are we talking about the digital version see it just says hf for the system nintendo switch hf xbox series 
HF. So, I mean, it's maybe all combined. You want to take some time to look that up real fast? But then it differentiates between the Switch, the Switch Lite. And the OLED. And the OLED. Hmm. Interesting. Anyways, um, 2600 PS5, PS5 HFs. Mm -hmm. And then 2200 just PlayStation 5s. And then 453 PlayStation Digital Editions. Oh, okay. So it, it breaks it down. Um, What's HF? Maybe all combined. That's what the number looks like it is. And then six um, 6,200 Xboxes. So outsold them by 4,000. Yeah. But again, this is the first week, you know, in a long time. Right. And we have our theories mm -hmm. on why that is. Um, and my thing, uh, my thinking is the PS5 just isn't that widely available even on the on the homeland. Right. Uh, and it all comes back down to getting the chips for it, right? Um, yes. And that's my theory. Um, Xbox Series S, mm -hmm. right? It's the new... That That's the easiest one to get. I think there's... I may be wrong as of this recording, but I would widely see them available, at least stateside, mm -hmm. from Best Buy, from Walmart. Very easy to get. They have a lot of inventory of them because they, they are just not as strong and they don't require Blu-ray or, or whatever disk drives that they're they're needing, right? And um, and so if if for some people that want to hop right into, hey, I just want to, I just care about playing the the latest and greatest games, but I don't care how, right? It doesn't have to be the, I want to play the latest and greatest games, but not the latest and greatest hardware. Mm -hmm. um, Xbox Series S is is a good buy. I'm considering getting one for myself just to just to have something, you know, I. You know, if if people come over when you the are in, you are a Microsoft person now. I am. Yeah, I didn't used to be. I used to be very anti. Xbox. I remember those days. But I'm not. But I, I'm I'm not I'm not so much anti Xbox now as the games that I would play on an Xbox Series S I can play elsewhere, right? But sometimes maybe I don't want to play on my PC, right? Um, maybe I just want to play on a on a Xbox, you know, Xbox S and just hook it up to a TV when friends are over and just. You know, have four Xbox controllers and play something there, right? Um, so in 20 years of Microsoft selling gaming consoles, right? Yeah. Maybe a little bit over 20 years. It has only sold 2.3 million hardware mm -hmm. in Japan. Oh, okay. I mean, that's so... Historically speaking, like you said, Xbox hasn't really... Had a, fo a, foothold. a foothold at all. Yeah. You know. So what are your thoughts on why this is... Why, why it's this happening This is the trend, now? yeah. So um, I, I mentioned one of the points, e easier to obtain hardware, right? I, I don't know the stats for Japan specifically, but I Xbox Series S is probably a lot easier to get than a PS5. Um, you know, with, with PS5 getting a lot of like exclusives, if you will, mm -hmm. um, with the, the thing that Xbox, right? All the games that interest me on the Xbox personally, Already I can on, play on, on PC. Else. Yeah, I can play on PC. Um, so I have that choice there. Um, and therefore, I, I don't I don't feel like I, quote unquote, need an Xbox. Right. And Microsoft, I think their strategy is not, you know, they yeah sell consoles. Sure. But their strategy is totally Game Pass. Mm -hmm. Right. If, if I get it, if they they still win, if I buy something, if I subscribe to Game Pass on my PC and I can play my my progress on my PC or on an xbox they still get my, my my subscription money and that's they're thinking because they do microsoft azure devops right or a microsoft 365 whatever they they're calling it now where they include office and teams and subscriptions they're really trying to push it towards all of their products mm -hmm. um so you know that that's uh, i think phil spencer has gone on record you may have to look this up uh while i'm talking but Phil Spencer's gone on record saying that even Nintendo's not their rival anymore. Their thing is Game Pass. Yep. And you know all of their things are are releasing on PC or on Game Pass. And um, I, I, you know, when Xbox One came out, right, and everybody was against the whole like, you know, you have to have an internet connection to play, or you, yeah, you know, always has to be online, or uh, what were they saying? You know, you can't share games, right? 
because we thought that it wasn't a like this that they're screwing us out of our money i essentially. mean yes and right but yeah. but it was they took a different approach to it microsoft xbox game pass does what they wanted to do like mm-hmm. but they they marketed it a different way they they treated it as a value for the consumer right and now i feel like they're winning this generation um Another thing I uh, and I don't think I even put this in my notes, but I think we're hitting like the graphics plateau right within, you know, there was a there was a giant leap from Super Nintendo to N64, from N64 to GameCube, from PS1 to PS2, from PS2 to PS3. But there there's not as much of a technical leap from PS3 to PS4, from PS4 to PS5. I mean, you see that in Last of Us, right? Mm -hmm. There's just not that big of a difference. and so I think as as we start going into um, this will still five years away, but the next console generation, mm-hmm. right? You're gonna start seeing these digital only consoles that you don't you don't need a lot of processing power anymore because our 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 hardware is gonna get smaller. It's gonna get more compact. It's gonna be just easier to make, um, and we have higher fidelity stuff in a smaller package as opposed to um having these giant leaps in in graph in graphic ceilings if you will i uh, didn't mean to get super technical with this um but you but you know xbox series s i don't think that that's a bad console and yet it's widely available so right it's just now we're now we're dealing with exclusives and what titles are available see I, i'm wondering how how close do we get to the uncanny valley right when you're when you're playing a video game and it's so realistic, you're like uncomfortable with what's going on, right? Have you heard of the Uncanny Valley? No, I, I haven't. Okay, so it's a it's a phenomenon that occurs in, in humans that when you see something that's supposed to be human or resembling a human, mm-hmm. but it's just not quite right. Um, I get this one looking at those like hyper-realistic androids that oh. they're, they're making, right? My future you, girlfriend. Yeah. Sure. My future wife? <laughs> Your future wife. <laughs> Hold up. You got oh, a wine you, and diner you, you, you first. Wanted, you, wanted me to, you wanted me to back away and I doubled down. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. So when I'm looking at this, you know, robot, this whatever, animatronic, yeah. walking, talking, making ooh faces, right? Whatever, right? Um, if you program it to do that, yeah. sure. Um, even at Disneyland, right? All these animatronics that they have walking around in like Star Wars land. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, I don't even know the name of uh, the actual name of it. Um, Galaxy's Edge. That's what it's called. Mm. Um, my, when I took when I took my brother there, he's like, is that an animatronic? I'm like, yes, it's an animatronic. And he's like, it's so real. I'm like, it's giving me the heebiest of jeebies. Or uh, I think people encounter this phenomenon you're talking about when they uh, see a dead singer on stage as a hologram. Yeah. And they think that they're actually singing. And they're like, oh. And then they like disappear at the end. You know, they fade away. It's like, oh, that wasn't. That wasn't that. Well, no, the uncanny valley would be you're seeing something that's supposed to look human. Yeah. But it's just not quite right. Mm. And um, the the joke or the the joke is, what the hell was going on in our ancestors' evolutionary line of something that looked human but wasn't quite right human, right? Why do we get this like you know phenomenon? Like my face, (laughs) low hanging fruit, Grover. Okay, all right, fine, fine, Um, fine. So, how close do we get to this? When like I don't feel comfortable playing. You know, you're playing like, let's say, uh, Modern Warfare again, right? Mm. You know, how close do you get to actual like real war and, you know, or visceral, right? I I think this happened to me with Mortal Kombat, Mm, right? Because with Mortal Kombat, me and I love playing it when it was just like, oh, it's this cartoon violence, Mm. you know, just, you know. Get over here. Yeah, Yeah, get over here. Blue blood or orange blood. Yeah, yeah. the silly... It was just these silly fatalities that I was mm-hmm. like, ah, okay. Then they just turned to exploding bones, right? Yeah. But then the new Mortal Kombat, I was just like, oh, he's, his teeth are being punched out. And you see the, the bleeding out of the roots. And, and then there, he goes into their bones breaking. And I was like, oh, 
Mm-hmm. And then they're limping around and they look realistic. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm yeah, getting, it's it, too it, realistic. I got right? I got the switch version mm-hmm. legitimately because it looked worse. Right. Right. You wanted the, <laughs> I you did. wanted the I realism. Wa- I wanted down to, sus- notches. I wanted to suspend my realism. Mm-hmm. I like, if I played this on PS5, I would throw up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm wondering how close we are to that, that point, right? Well, yeah. like, it's just this like singularity that we're all just. I, I, I would pl- totally take a, go back to like a Tekken or uh, a street fighter which you know they do hokey you know harukens and Hadouken. you know their yeah. hands don't open up and it's bleeding as a fireball is shooting out <laughs> of their their hand right and you don't see it you know cauterizing the burns or whatever right right yeah. that's too much yeah. yeah but but you know it's just the silly oh he's shooting a fireball out of his hand oh good for him are you, know? you from street fighter i didn't know you worked here yeah. i don't or or chun li with these like really like um how do i say this in a family friendly way disproportionate hips um anatomy yes. yeah yeah just like what 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 how how why what is this how does she even walk in around yeah and, this yeah. is oh that oh that can't be healthy yeah that's not healthy no and so that, that was your first point grover that's just too much you know when we get to the next hardware and you know how how real can we get mm-hmm. so what, what what's your next theory on why I covered them all, right? X- Xbox Game Pass, right? They're really pushing that. That has a lot of offerings. The PlayStation, mm-hmm. PlayStation Now or PlayStation Plus. I have a subscription to it. Yeah. I was following Wario sixty four on Twitter, and he's like, "If you get shut out, if you get the the uh, the mid tier PlayStation Now, mm-hmm. it's going to convert to the PlayStation Plus one hundred nineteen dollars tier in June." I said, "Okay, cool. I'm paying." you know, 25% of the price for a, a year service. Right. Right. And so I, I did that. And, and then I saw the lineup and I was like, Oh, even then I feel like I lost money. It was like, I, I can, I'll never play these games. Right. What are this? I, I own half of these games that are on here. Right. Um, so you know, another point that I saw you make in your notes was the PS five. No, the PS five doesn't have PC compatibility the way Xbox does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we talked about this in earlier. Yeah. Um, that you know, all the games that I like. The reason why I would get an Xbox is not much of a reason for me to get an Xbox because most of it I own on PC, right? Mm-hmm. We have friends that use Xbox Game Pass. We you know when we play Age of Empires with them, right. I don't think it's available on Xbox, but you know, and we it's not even the question of do you own this game? It's is it on Xbox Game Pass? Right. And and then it's like yeah, it's like okay, I'll install it right now. Mm-hmm. You know. And um, I would love to get our games on Xbox Game Pass right? because it would be much easier to instead of saying, hey, wishlist this on Steam, we'd be like on Xbox Game Pass. Just do it. What's stopping you? Yeah. Yeah. Play, play, play the game play the as game. opposed to buy the game, then play the game. Right. So I would I would I'm on record. I would love our games to be on there. So. All right. So is, is this a trend you you see going forward? Is something you you think is going to continue with um, Microsoft going to keep outpacing the PlayStation, or is there anything PlayStation can do? I, I think well, okay. So still on Xbox Game Pass for just for a second. Mm-hmm. I um, choice paralysis. Mm. Maybe I maybe it's me being old school. Right. Um, and I know we have other friends that they, they want physical copies and that's it. That's all they'll ever play. Yeah, I'm, I'm um, in the same camp. I prioritize physical copies over digital copies because I have a, a literal stack of shame. Like right. I my achievement system is moving from the in progress to the complete. And mm-hmm. I was like, I beat these games. Right. Um, with with Game Pass, you can't do that. Right. right? It's like, OK, I, I have these 80 titles that I can play and I, I have choice paralysis like what am I going to do? What am I going to play? And then I end up playing nothing. <laughs> right. Um, uh, with PlayStation, PlayStation has, I feel more compelling um, exclusives, right. Or um, like uh, final fantasy and God of war, Ragnarok, things are going to come out on PlayStation five a lot sooner than it's going to come out on PC. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, though Sony is pushing towards PC because they want to get their games on steam deck. Right. My, my guess is that right. Because I, I feel like the Steam Deck is going to be our PS Vita successor in terms of being able to play PlayStation games on the go. Sure. Because I think Sony's, Sony's done with the mobile market. 
So then the question becomes, are we going to outgrow the need for a, a console? Like, is it is it all going to be just accessible through a handheld device? Um, like, I know we've talked about, even on this podcast, about people playing, let's say, Call of Duty Warzone on their phones, right? Mm-hmm. And then you and me both feel the same way. Like, I need, I need buttons. I need a... I need to feel the the C stick or whatever, right? I you know so the camera movement. The hmm. are we gonna outgrow the need for consoles? That's that's difficult to because I don't want to say a confident answer and then ten years is like look at him he thought it was gonna turn into this. I mean, for the record, <laughs> you thought the the Google Stadia was the wave of the I future. thought I thought well, I think the Google Stadia is ahead of its time. Like I, so many other Nintendo products, right? Yeah. Just ahead of its time. The Wii U, the Wii U walked till the Switch could run, right? Yeah. They had to perfect this, like playing away from the console thing with mm-hmm. the Wii U. And it failed spectacularly, but they used a lot of the lessons that they, because I thought when I, I originally thought when I got a Wii U, it was like, oh, I can carry this away and just play it handheld. And, right. And then it's like connection lost, connection getting weak. I was like, oh, this needs to be near a console. This isn't. This is kind of half-baked. I've been decepted. <laughs> yeah. But the Switch is like, you want to take it on the go? Take it on the go. Yeah. I played my Switch. I w- the only reason that I... It still says I play my Switch on my dock more than I play handheld. But that's, I think, because I do... A, when I'm in California, I play a lot of late-night sessions with my brother. Right. And we play dock for hours in the middle of the night. Um, but if it wasn't for that, I'd be playing it more handheld. And uh, I get a lot of the games like Super Meat Boy done handheld because I'll just put my <laughs> when I get really focused, I put my screen right up to my face and and, and play it um, as opposed to me just staring at the, the TV with my controller. Um, but when it comes to playing games on like mobile screens and stuff um, like with I think with Xbox Game Pass, like you can play mobile and it'll mm-hmm. stream from your your PC or whatever. And then you can still like wire your Xbox controller and still use that. Right. right. So you don't like you can still have your quote unquote buttons. Um, so I need my I, buttons, man. I need, yeah. I need my buttons. Yeah. I can't play something. I can't play something with with just touchscreen controls. Um, there, I, I'm sure that there's a game in the future that'll that'll handle it out there. Dog, yeah. See, Chewy feels passionate about buttons, too. Yeah. They, yeah. they are awake now. Um, so, so yeah, so we'll get, we'll get there. We'll get there. So it'll happen eventually. Yeah. Just like buttons, buttons, I need my buttons. <laughs> All right. Fair, fair, fair enough. So, um, gosh, what, what, is, what else is there left to talk about? So last episode we, um, you know, in shadow alluded to them being a, a dark side force user, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. said they were part of the set. Yeah. Yeah, and then I, I didn't give an answer, mm-hmm. right? So um, oh, you're totally a Jedi. You yeah. play things by the books. You you follow the rules very closely. Would you be Obi Wan? Probably not. No. So you you would be killed because because <laughs> no no because because you played by the rules too much, and then the, the Emperor would be like, yeah, we gotta we gotta get rid of you. So so the problem with with someone like me, it's. Um, and the problem with the Jedi, um, mm. the way um, they are in canon, is that they are—they are supposed to remove themselves from emotional detachment, right? Even when Yoda met Anakin. So you working at the county? <sighs> Damn. <laughs> so when 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 Yoda met Anakin, he says, "I, I sense much fear in you." Yeah. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads, hate leads to, to suffering. suffering right. Mm. So I don't feel like I would be a Jedi or a Sith. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't let negative emotions influence me strongly. And that's where Sith draw their power from. Um, I feel like they're in, in, in canon. There are these gray force users, right? Mm-hmm. That they just exist in universe. And they know how to use the force. They know how to build lightsabers. They know how to do all the stuff that Jedi do. Yeah. But. They're they're like gray Jedi, mm-hmm. um, and that's kind of where I feel where I align, because I don't see things black and white, right? Mm-hmm. 
Um, Clear as crystal. Obi-Wan Kenobi you know, even said, like, only a Sith deals in absolutes. Mm-hmm. And, like, that within itself was an absolute. Yeah. So, you know, it can't, it can't be that black and white. So, um, I don't know. What, Grover, it's kind of a weird question for you, for, for me to ask you, but what do you th- where do you think you align yourself with like Oh, I'd be Yoda. I live in a swap. <laughs> 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 I didn't need loading time for that at all. I live in a swamp by myself. People come in, but they leave me alone. And then I I can lift ancient things out of the the the, the swamp and then I go die. It's still a true program. So yeah, Solitria is done. <laughs> the the kid has come to play it. I can go die in in, in my swamp. Mm-hmm. So and I, I kind of look like Yoda with the with black hair. No, no. Well, I mean, I got the, I got the wrinkles. You got the I wrinkles. talk weirdly. You, your forehead starting yeah. to fur a little bit. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mine's yeah. been doing that for a while now. Yeah. But but yeah. So who's the first person you want to bring on? And like after we've come like reached a a, a place in the bot. Well, how about this first question? Sure. For you to invite these like industry people, what are your like? Where would you like to see the podcast be? Um, there, there's a few people that uh, um, I would love to bring on um, that that fellow indie game developers. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the biggest one because it's really difficult for us to get our 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 game out there, right? And people love to talk about themselves and what they're working on, right? So uh, I want to. I I don't. I have friends that have successful games, but I want to, I really want to really bring in friends that are working on their own games that are in the similar trenches that we Mm -hmm. are in um, and, and have them come on and talk about like, what did, what what is, what is their design methodology? What what are they doing? Sure. Uh, So. No, but what would you like the podcast to be to bring these people on? Like like improving the like I like alluding to what I was talking about earlier about yeah. like yeah so uh geez there's a lot of things that that we've kind of like cheaped out on mm. right um just to get this podcast going right so there's um well we stopped doing a YouTube version of this this podcast right so we don't I I mean we we have our old logo there for the um our current pot, like, like when they see us on anchor or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts, right. We'll update the logo a little bit. We have a professional logo developer, so um, we do, we can commission her to do that and, and uh, update the music a little bit. Um, have like more interstitials and stuff. And then sponsors would be great. Right. Um, we, we, we used a lot of time to like sponsor or plug our own products, but it would be nice to, help get some we haven't done that in a while we haven't plugged our own products in a while right yeah um well we kind of we talk about it like in the episodes now as Mm -hmm. opposed to like cutting it and be like okay here push it um it kind of comes in with the gnn plus updates right yeah so so yeah we have a lot to do um but a lot of our focus right now is getting the games out right and like you said our plates are too full right now to like put a beeline focus on, Hey, we are going to improve the podcast. So until we get to that point, hopefully in the next couple of months. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, listener, season, season four, season four, season four will implement these, but I don't know. I don't know if there's going to be much of a break between as long as we have topics, we'll keep continue pushing out episodes. Yeah. Cause um, you, you find this to be a lot of fun. Oh, this is like, yeah, this, uh, this, this, is, this, this, this brings like, this uh, is, this is my, this is my sanity. Yeah. In a world of chaos. Um, as long as you have a co-host to, to come with you. to, I can even just talk solo. I'll just tell, nah, tell stories. and No, no. No, I, I would even bring in on a guest co-host if I had to do it solo. Yeah. Like, um, I could even bring back my my, my other podcast co-hosts. and Yeah, for just one episode. Just for one episode to fill in. Um, I'm sure they would. As long as they have topics to they talk They would about. love to. No, no, I would. I would run it. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're just you. You'll be dictating it, and then they'll they'll just be bouncing. There'll be sound walls that they can bounce off mm-hmm. of. Yeah. No, and um, what I appreciate about you being my co-host, Grover, is that um, there's another podcast I listen to, uh, another Rooster Teeth product, um, uh, a mall. It's I don't know. It's, it's an acronym, right? Yeah. And I've been listening to it, and it's the one the, two of the founders of Rooster Teeth. 
Right. Of Jeff Ramsey and um, Gustavo. I forget his last name. Um, and they talk about their journey and where they reached, you know, from meeting at a call center to running a multi-million dollar entertainment franchise. Right. Yeah, that's, that's, geez, that's one hell of a. One hell of a ride. Right. Yeah. So I'm listening to their podcast and I feel their rapport they have together mm. is very much the same kind of rapport we have where yeah. we, we, we have all these shared experiences. Right. Um, and I feel just, it's just like talking to you, like going out to lunch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, that's pretty awesome. The, uh, on a similar note, I, I, uh, I guess this is turning into what podcast we listen to, but uh, Kit and Krista, mm. I, I love that, that podcast show. They are uh, uh, two ex Nintendo employees. Right. They had they hosted the Nintendo Minute uh, show, um, and they, they talked about Nintendo stuff. But when they uh, they left Nintendo because their office clo- the 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 office in in Northern California closed, and that's the mm-hmm. office that they worked in. They didn't want to relocate to Washington, so they said, "Let's just do our own thing." Right. So they talk a, a lot about their E three stories and talk about you know. The kit, one of the co-hosts, hates Sonic. Like he, he like he despises Sonic. I at least like Sonic. Um, I just think that they've gone down a very wrong path. But he just has an irrational hate. For, I mean, like for you Sonic. said, like you said in last episode's conclusion, you think this co- this generation of gaming is dead? dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I like to listen to, because when they talk about their E3 experience, you know, in contrast to ours, you know, they're running the booths there. They're having to adhere to these strict Nintendo policies when they work there. Whereas us is, they, they for them, e- E3 was like, oh, geez, it was this thing that they've been threat, uh, uh, threatened with. Threat, no, not threat. I almost said threading, yeah. but uh, dreading. Dreading. Um, whereas us is like, that was our time to like get the team together mm-hmm. and have your know, camaraderie. So it was, it was two very opposite sides of the same coin, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we could have probably used it for more industry events, but they, they that was their job. They had to go there to work, and so they they they're like, oh, you know, now that they're they're just content creators now, um, then they, they go to things like summer game fest, and it's like, oh, this isn't like E three. This is pleasant, and it's things that it's like how we experienced it, right? Um, I think there's a difference between you have to do it and, and it's you, you get to do it. Yeah. Yeah. You have the privilege have the or privilege. you have to do this. Yeah. Yeah. And we both react very differently when it comes to those things. Oh, I hate having to do yeah. things. Yeah. Um, I, I still maintain that the best development we've ever had on our games was when there were no rules. When the freeform? <laughs> freeform. Yeah. Um, but things were slower mm-hmm. and Solitaire would never get done it'd still be on chapter three it would still be on yeah. chapter three chapters one through three that's that's why the game feel like feels like it's all over the place in a good way mm-hmm. was well, because it was just like okay we're we're gonna work on things and if it connects together great <laughs> and it'll be done when it's done mm-hmm. but chapter four four through six is going to be a lot more rigid and and uh not it's not more boring but you can tell that the, there's there's a structure in place so Grover, are you comfortable with me sharing the uh, the story from this morning? Uh, I don't remember what story. The uh, you're you're making purchases on Steam. Oh yeah 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 yeah. All right, so <laughs> so listener, final story of this episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've kind of. You, know, you might want to before you say this, you might want to cut out the the time in between, right? Oh yeah yeah. I, I okay. think Shadow can discern our. Um, Shadow, you're, you're a smart cookie. You'll figure out when I make the cuts. Okay, okay, um, we can start. Not the fact that Grover would never listen to this ever again. But. No, I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't like. I'm like. You I can leave like that part in. Yeah. Anyways, um, so listener, the morning of this recording, whenever Grover has something to tell me, <laughs> he preps me for it. Yeah. Right. It, it usually starts off with "Good morning, Paul. How are you today?" And I'll say this at like three p.m. at night, four, nine p.m. It, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't matter. I'll when, say "Good morning, Paul." When the when How the shit today? hits the fan, Grover starts off with this saying, "Right, good morning, Paul. How are you today?" Yeah, and and my usual reaction is, "What happened this time? Oh God, what's on fire? What's going on?" Right. Yeah. How so, we, what did he get himself? What into did he get time? himself? So. Yeah. So um, during this recording session right now, um, 
is the Steam Summer Game um The sale. Steam Summer Sale, yeah. Steam it Summer happens sale. every year. Yeah. At, every yeah. year, um, like clockwork, Valve just opens up the floodgates and there's games that are 80% off at some points, right? Yeah, so... I, I got my paycheck in mm-hmm. and I was like, you know what? I'm going to. Before the bills reclaim their time. Before the bills. Because <laughs> I am going on vacation in a couple weeks. You so are. I was like, okay, I have to budget for bills. Yep. Budget for vacation. Right. But And and then how much money after all, everybody reclaims their time. How much money am I have to have to do for the Steam Summer Sale? Right. And, uh, and so I, I was like, okay, you know. I've been having to work at six in the morning this week. So my mind wasn't all there, <laughs> not, not all there. Um, and um, so I was like, okay, you know, I added, I had bought all the games I wanted. came out to about a hundred, hundred something bucks yeah. for like eight or nine games. I was like, okay, cool. And I, I saw the, the card and I was like, okay, oh, cool. I had my purchase history, all my, my card history, all in there. Good. And I just hit purchase. And I was like, you know, I'm looking at, you know, just to make sure things went through because I'm very paranoid. You I was are like, wait a second. What? Something's gone terribly so, wrong. My, why does why does it say Steam didn't take any money out of my my bank account? And then I, I go back to the purchase history and I see the last four digits. It's like, wait, those four digits? I've never. And I looked at my wallet. I was like, what? Oh, it's the studio account. <laughs> and I was wah, like, oh, wah, so I, I messaged wah. Paul. Good morning, Paul. How are you today? And then you you just respond with like a meme face. Yeah. And I was like, I spent the money on the studio account. And it was just like, I owe you 120. And you're just like, I said, I was making sure. I was like, did we go in the negative? Because, you know, we had just paid our contractors and everything. I was like, I hope we didn't go in the negative. We didn't go in the negative. They're like, Grover, be, stop being paranoid. I don't need this. I don't need this on a. I don't need this my, on a Wednesday morning. My, oh, <laughs> my, my my response was, it is too damn early for you to be this damn paranoid. Yeah. But um, you weren't the first thing on my bucket list on the similar note. So, um, this morning. So. Yeah. Yeah. You're just like, why is everybody freaking out? Yeah. This what morning? is go? What is it? A full moon tonight? You know, is something in the non-existent water? Yeah, what's going on here? I'm gonna drink filtered water from now on. Yeah. So, um, but um, we sorted out. I paid. I paid you back, so you can put the money back in there. Yeah. But um, I'm. I'm. See, and I don't really play stuff on Steam, but I I ordered a Steam Deck. Mm-hmm. I don't know when it's gonna come. It could be then. It could be today. It could be tomorrow. <laughs> it could be now. It could be now. <laughs> uh, but when it comes. I'll be ready because I'm focusing on my Switch and Mass Effect and PS uh, my PS4 and Five backlog, and and eventually I when I have a Steam Deck I want to have my library of games mm-hmm. to play on it. So got my work cut out for me. Yeah, you do. I and do. Uh, listener, you got your work cut out for you too. You gotta join us on all the socials. Yeah, give at us Wimindy. Give us a Spotify out of an Apple Music. <laughs> you gotta rate us. Yeah. You got to make sure you're uh, listening to us every week, wherever podcasts are listened to. Or listen to us live on our Discord, uh, discord.gg slash women. Yeah. Um, a couple weeks ago, we had um, two live studio audience members pop in. That's a record. And that's the record. And we've had people join the Discord. Mm-hmm. So be, if you're listening, thank you for supporting us. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll try to make a more conceited effort on the Discord to announce our recording dates so people can pop in recording dates and posting our episodes yeah, and, on the announcements yeah we like in the past couple of weeks i've just been kind of just like hey here's the last 20 episodes that we've recorded <laughs> boom right you know pokemon puzzle league status and then the only response i get is people leaving the discord server <laughs> just on mass just on mass like they're like i'm oh, not here for this oh he's on his spam again <laughs> um there, there, oh that dog there's there was a time when Grover would put on Facebook, I'm gonna spam you. Here it comes. It can it, happen now. It can happen. <laughs> it can happen tomorrow. It can happen now. <laughs> oh man, I would be so excited for E3. Now I'm so jaded. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's funny how how that happens. Anyway, so listener, tune every every week Wednesdays, um, five o'clock specific, specifically Pacific time. Specifically Pacific. And um, yeah, just tune in. Give us your feedback. And uh, we would love to have you in the live studio audience. We're going to call before the podcast record and the time after the podcast record off the whim. Off the whim. Okay. Yeah. Because it's on the whim. Right. 
Yeah, I like it. It's like off the air, but yeah. Do we have a title for this up? We don't really have a title for this. No, because um, last one was of mouse and money. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, we usually name the episodes the topic. Yeah. So this would be, you know, um, whatever we talked about an Xbox an hour ago. Yeah, an Xbox out of a an Xbox out of a. You should go on Spotify and see our naming convention. Number. Just don't play the episode. Yeah. Just see the naming convention. Okay. <laughs> So, listener, I've been Paul. I'm Grover. And this has been the On A Whim Podcast. I miss you, Jabari. You're not going to keep it nerdy? <laughs> We're not going to buy the remaster, the remake of the remastered remake? Is this is this what this is now? <laughs> You're just going to ad-lib the ending? Uh, no, I was waiting for your rant. Because uh, then I'll say keep yeah. it nerdy. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. My ad-lib, my horrible ad-lib rants. See you next week. Yeah.